Hi there, this is John Frenet, and welcome to an encore presentation of our Legacy Business Spotlight. These are best done in person, and with the current state of emergency restrictions, that's just not possible. So we will be re-releasing our past episodes every Saturday at noon until this pandemic is in our collective rearview mirror. Until then, enjoy this encore presentation of our Legacy Business Spotlight. Some businesses succeed. Some don't. Then there are those that seem to have been around forever. The true entrepreneurial success story. How did they do it? What was their vision? What makes a success? In this special episode for Eye on Annapolis, we speak with the true success stories. Those business owners that have been around for decades. Learn from their successes and failures. Now, here's host John Fernay. We're out here on the sidewalk at 4th and Chester with Kevin Kolbeck, who is the owner of Davis's Pub. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Good. This is, uh, you know, we're part of our legacy business series, and the concept is if you're someplace in a foreign land, uh, like maybe Glen Burnie or something like that, and they, and they like, well, hey, you know, in Annapolis, is that is that Davis's still there? And those are the businesses that we want to go out, and we just want to find out about what the deal is with Davis's and, you know, how it got here, when it started. We all know it as the uh, the local corner pub in Eastport, and I think uh, it's probably the only remaining what I would consider corner pub with the demise of um, Patton's and um, Marmaduke's. Sure, yeah. Unfortunately, kind of a dying breed. Everything's corporate and franchised in this day and age, and the little mom and pop corner places are kind of dying by the wayside. So there, there aren't other Davises in other places? I mean, there's tons <laughs> of Davises kind of corner bars all over the world, but now there's no other Davises pub like this. Well, that's good. We got the only one, which, yeah. is, which is a damn good thing. Well, and there used to be one down in Edgewater. Lee Troutner, who started Davis's as it is today, uh, actually had one down in Edgewater. And again, his, he had tremendous forethought. Unfortunately, he was a little too ahead of his time and didn't quite make it. But Well, it, it happens. Yeah. It happens. yeah. Well, where did, where did Davis's get its start, and who the hell is Davis? Uh, <laughs> Mr. George Davis, who the park is named across the street. I think that was part of the name. Uh, it has always been what it is um, since its inception. You know, as the neighborhood has evolved, it's just kind of changed. Uh, but it used to be a store with a bar in the back, and it's since now the, the bar is up front and it's a restaurant in the back. But it's it's always been this, uh, and some of the people that were involved with it back in the day are still in the neighborhood. How long have you been involved with Davis's, and how did you get your start here? I or, had a, or your ownership here. <laughs> I started as a bartender. A friend of mine who I went to college with was a teammate. Said, "Hey," and I bartended when I was in college. Said, "Hey, these guys are looking for a bartender." Came down, applied, got the job. So I always tell that guy I owe him immensely for bringing me into the into the pub. And uh, thought it was going to be a summer job, make a little bit of cash and get out. It turned out to be a pretty good place and great people, great neighbors, great staff. And just here I am 20-plus years later. That's fantastic. Yeah. Where would you go to college? I went to Washington College over in the Eastern Shore. Okay. Okay, up in Chestertown. Yes. In your time in your time here, I mean, how, is, how has it changed? I mean, obviously this is not the same Davises that you had 20 years ago. No. Eastport is not the same Eastport. No. But I think we're just in an interesting time and dynamic that people want to look at it you know, glasses half empty, not glasses half full. True, true. Uh, you know, I, I tend to lean toward the side of development and progress, uh, as long as it's done responsibly and well. When was Davis's first open, do you know? As it is now, uh, 1986. Okay. Um, prior to that, it was in the 30s. I mean, there's a picture in there from back in the 30s of, you know, there was like a little side door where and you could get carry up. the grocery store? With and the, the bar in the back, yes. Right. Yeah. And, and in fact, I was at a party Saturday and 
and a guy who's probably a couple years older than me he used to keep his family boat down here and he remembers there was apparently like an ice house somewhere either this building or the next building and they would get their block ice from the guy and carry it back up to the boat so i said i'll talk to the lady that i know that used to work here and find out what what was the story with the ice house so i mean it's kind of cool the history is always coming at you well the annapolis has just a very rich history and anytime you turn over any kind of a rock you you find something a little bit different of a nugget there yeah. and everything else um well what have you done what what has happened since the time that you've taken over I mean, it, it's uh, don't reinvent the wheel. It's kind of keep the wheel rolling. So we've been very fortunate to kind of have a great blueprint, and we seem to have a good following with the regulars and the locals. We were on diners, drive-ins, and dives a couple of years ago, and that's brought in some outside people. But um, I think we're just driven by trying to create quality, consistent food, known for having really good customers, very friendly customers, um, welcoming people, a strong staff. Is that, is that your biggest asset, your staff? I think our biggest asset is our customers. Okay. Um, and I always tell people that because, you know, when you have quality customers, it makes it easier to wait on them. And when it's easier to wait on them, your staff is happier and they're making money and it all just kind of keeps rolling. So, well, you've got, you've got a lot of notoriety over the years. Um, I mean, you had the, and I'm going to screw up the name of the TV show, but the diners jump dumps and drive-ins or something yes. like that come yeah. in here. And, and certainly you've, you've got a lot of local recognition in newspapers you've won awards with the capital and 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 whatnot is and obviously this is a very local joint i mean i understand that there are some bar stools that have certain customers i'm not naming <laughs> names that have their own butt imprints on them so they, they fit right uh because if i said michael hughes that'd be in history but um but you know do you find this is a true local bar is this a mix um i mean i, I will say the boatyard your neighbor down the other end of the block yes uh i mean that is to a certain degree a local bar but to another degree, it's also very much a tourist bar. Yes. I mean, this is somebody that comes to Annapolis, wants to get the Annapolis feel and the vibe, and, and that works. Do you find you have more locals? or? I, I think we are a local bar, but I also think to your original point that when you're, you know, I'll tell you a classic story that two friends of mine who were Marines were on the back of an amphibious assault landing ship and had a connection to Annapolis, and somehow they end up talking about this place. You know, so, I mean, I think that's really, in a way, a super cool, like, there's always a broader connection, and while we're not a tourist destination, there are people from all over the world that somehow end up coming here because they knew somebody who said, hey, man, if you're in Annapolis, you should check that place out. Well, I know you tend to be a, a favorite of mine when anytime there's an event down at the Annapolis Maritime Museum uh, or up at the Eastport Democratic Club on, <laughs> e- on either side, and I'm st- stumbling back to, hey, let's go to Davis's and see what we can uh... – Which is super cool, and that's you know that's kind of the beauty of being a neighborhood corner place. We – Somebody had an event up the street. They had the Annapolis, the Naptown Brass Band playing, and they were en route to another event up the street. You know, they just stood on the street corner and played music. Like, that's cool. That's kind of why you live in Eastport, and, you know, that is the vibe here. Recently, you were featured, and I'm going to be speaking with the author of the book, but there's a hundred things you must do in Annapolis before you die. <laughs> and Susan Moynihan wrote that. And we're going to have, we're going to have, a, we're going to have a heated discussion because I, I agree with a lot of what she said, but I disagree with a number of it. But she classified you as a dive bar. Now, I've, that's, that's my own little bug. I don't think of you as a dive bar at all. Certainly, there's probably some elements. I mean, you can, yeah. you know, I mean, we are who we are. Yeah. Um, do you, do you guys consider yourself a dive bar? Uh, is that- I, I think it's really subjective to the person's, you know. In my mind, a dive bar is like concrete floor, pool tables, you know, some dude with a Marlboro hanging That's, out the side of his mouth. I'm with you. But that doesn't mean we don't have aspects of a dive bar. Maybe the, a more positive image of what a dive bar would be. Right. I, I liken you to a slightly downscaled 
Cheers, just because Eastport is slightly downscaled from Boston. I mean, nothing. Uh, you know, it's a neighborhood bar. Everybody does, you know, know your name. You usually find somebody you know here. Yes. Uh, anytime you come here. Um, but it's funny. I'm going to I'm going to take her up on that one because she does call it a dive bar. I'm like, come on, they've got like brioche buns. <laughs> I don't take offense to it. You know, I mean, if that's how they want to classify it, that's fine. Come on in and have a good time. You know, uh, hysterical. I mean, I think the only dive bar in Annapolis, unfortunately, is is changing ownership yes. as the ebb tide. Yes, but I do think I think that's the great thing about this place is you do have multi millionaires with people that work on boats, and somehow it just ends up being a happy, fun place. And there's a lot of places where that doesn't necessarily play out that way. Well, that says something about the sort of the culture of Eastport as well. Yes. I mean, uh, you know, you have, uh, and I, I don't, you know, you, we've got some public housing. We've got, you know, we've got poor black, we've got wealthy white, we've got wealthy black, we've got poor white, we've got, you know, everything in between. There's, you know, there's gay, there's straight, there's, you know, all these dynamics, this big giant mixing bowl in this little peninsula. And for the most part, we all get along pretty well. Yes. And it's really, really kind of neat. What are you guys known for? What's your... What's your okay? Well, okay, let's change it. Change it up here since you're giving me like the rolling eyes. I, I think but, you, we're known for lots of different things. Yeah. It really depends on what battle you want to fight. I mean, food wise, you know, I think just a warm culture that you can come into. You're going to be treated well by the staff. You're typically going to be treated well by the other customers and the patrons and the locals and the regulars and everybody else. And kind the of dogs. Orders. And the dogs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> God love the dogs, right? I mean, there are people out here in cold weather when it's pouring down rain, drinking a beer, having something to eat with their dogs. So, I mean, that's super cool. What's your favorite thing on the menu, personally? Uh, I, you know, it's constantly evolving because I tend to wear one thing out. Like I'll eat a burger every day for two weeks straight, and I'm like, oh, man, i got to eat something different. Um, I think we have great specials. I think we have some really strong appetizers. Typically, our homemade soups are really good depending on which one it is. Rumor yeah. has it that the, that the crab pretzel is to die for. And I say it's rumor. I don't do seafood myself, so I, I, I take everybody's. <laughs> I would say I got – you know, I, I'm not going to kibosh your, your rumor. You know, people <laughs> – I've been in crazy countries, and somebody's like, Davis's pub? Oh, crab pretzel. Yeah, like, yeah, hey, crab pretzel. So, Where have you seen yourself, not you personally, but Davis's? You said you're in other countries and whatnot. I mean, do you? I, you know, I think as much as a business owner as you would like to pick this up and plop it down somewhere and continue the success, I think it's really hard to do that. I think it's hard to do it because you can't put this in a strip mall and have it be successful. You're not going to have the flow of neighbors coming and going. You're not going to have the Naptown brass band walking down the street kind of making the place that it is. So I think we are who we are. Uh, I'm concerned about the growth in the neighborhood because as things push in, the parking bucket is overflowing. And, you know, where our kids are parking close here now and the customers can park close in two years, if this development continues to push, they're going to be parking up the street in front of neighbors who aren't typically used to having cars parked in front of their house. And I think with that, comes pain and uh, that's a concern well sure you you end up being the bad guy right because um, you're bringing all these people here well you ought to buy that that uh that marina lot there and put like a 12-story parking garage <laughs> and solve everything what's the problem here i <laughs> know uh, i'm not unfortunately we're not doing well enough that i, I, can I, I that know happen. i know the mirror we can get the permit signed yeah, up on that this exactly, afternoon <laughs> exactly i'll tell you what tell me to get a grant and put the parking lot there and work out really well for me <laughs> Uh, I tell you, you know, you've got one of the greatest views right here at the end of 4th Street where you've got uh, Davis's Park, which I actually I never realized that had the name yes. uh, Davis's Park. But, I mean, we sit there and look out on Back Creek and um, you've got uh, the marina, which is – I'm trying to remember what's uh, – I say I'm seeing Seashell Marina, but that had another name, wasn't it? It was Turner's for a while. Turner's. you got Turner's here, Butler's, and then obviously Mirrors up the street, all stops right next door to this one uh, that's now Seashell. So we're very fortunate. And, and that's – again, that's just another dynamic that – people bring their dinghies in or their their small center consoles and you know that's just super cool you don't get that in a lot of other places and you've also always got a nice breeze rolling down typically yeah 
Are you looking at any expansions? I mean, obviously, I know we're not going into any strip malls or anything like that, but I mean, is there anything on in your future? Do you ever see where Davis is, is doing something different, adding something? I mean, no live music. Uh, no live music. For- that's that's per our liquor license. So, and that's we're fine with that. You know, being mm-hmm. in the neighborhood, I know the Maritime Museum has their concerts, and, and I think they're super cool. But I think they're upsetting to some neighbors. So, I, I, I think you just kind of own who you are, and you have to evolve to people's demands you know if all of a sudden somebody wants sushi do you look into putting something a little more crazy on the menu you know we've gotten we have a new general manager paul dezeba who came up from a garbage is doing a fantastic job okay. with the menu and i think he's offered some really smart healthy food alternatives from maybe where we were 15 years ago um and i think that's just evolving to people's needs and wants it's funny you talk about the different food alternatives and, and you just you just don't realize that our diets have have totally changed. I remember when my kids were young, it was we jokingly said that I was like on uh, Ray Kroc's Christmas card this because we were at McDonald's. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, McDonald's yeah. Too much. yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I mean, are there any? I mean, so uh, as far as any kind of future evolutions for Davis's, I mean, you're just looking at, at you know, making sure keeping up with the trends and keeping up with what your customers want. I mean, yes. there's no looking to expand, uh, put a second floor on, or anything I, you know, like I that, think or, we would always love to do that, but the practical reality is given the building and the structure in the neighborhood you know I, I would love to put a rooftop on top of this place but that's not going to be good for my neighbors so at some point you have to weigh the, the positives versus the negatives and just own who you are yeah, it's also it's also a pretty good risk i know i i know quite a few restaurants that have decided that hey we're you know we're, we're really busy we need to expand and that's not always the right answer no right um you know you're you may be busy because of and and i would say you're probably one of them because of your location yes because of who you are and where you are is a good part of that not so much about what the burgers or the beers that you serve so i think uh, there's something to be said to make sure just to to work with what you have and 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 continue to hone it uh there's nobody here in town that i've ever run across that says oh man davis is oh oh come on man <laughs> We need to get our burgers at like Seven Eleven. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, no, nobody, nobody is doing that. I mean, you do have a reputation that does uh, certainly precede you. It's uh, you know, you're off a, a little bit off the beaten path. Yes. Um, you know, come over the Naval Academy Bridge. I mean, people like to get down onto that. I think they're calling that Restaurant Row now. Yes. Uh, you go down to the almost the end of Restaurant Row, take a right, and then you'll yes. Then you'll get into another little bit of a, a restaurant blip and i think that's some in some ways that kind of makes us a little bit of a find you know that that we aren't on the mainstream you just can't walk down the street and kind of stumble in that you have to if you're not from the area you have to make an effort to find us we, there was just a couple here last night uh they were from revo they've lived in the area for i guess 10 years it was their first time in davis's and i said how did you end up in here and they said well their friends kept saying you got to go you got to go so they're like we don't want to go on the weekend because it might be too crowded so we're going to go in on tuesday and sure enough you know they're here well, that's uh, and they're probably a customer for life too. Hopefully, I mean, hope so. They seem like they're having a good time when I saw them. So it is. It's important. How many, how many regulars you got? You have any idea? I mean, I, it, I mean, it, it's hard. I think it's hard to quantify it because I think it. if you come in just a couple times a year and you have a rapport with other customers and the staff, I think you're a regular. You don't have to be in here five times a week right. to be a regular. Local characters are what is really what sort of is the glue that holds it together. And I think that uh, I know many of the people that are here, and I, I, you've got quite a list of characters. <laughs> But those characters are what kind of make it a fun place. It it really it really is. And if anybody ever wants to get a, a true feel for a little bit of Annapolis and the quirkiness of Eastport, uh, this would definitely be a spot to go. If anybody's looking for some good food, and I mean I, I wouldn't consider your food gourmet. No. Um, and it's you know I wouldn't even consider it just typical pub food either. I mean it's a little bit little bit of a hybrid there, but very good. Rumor has it that the uh, crab pretzel is good. I know the burgers are some of my <laughs> uh, of my favorites, and 
it's always always a good time. Summertime, it's uh, a lot of times standing room only, uh, inside and out, which is uh, which is a good thing. For sure. You. And now you've you've been here for twenty, over twenty, it's twenty three, twenty four, somewhere in there. And and my Washington College math skills are letting me down right now. <laughs> well, that's that, that's it. Now, now, do you have do you have any partners in the business, or are you uh, one partner? So okay. he's a minority partner. You know, the only thing I can say, Kevin Goldback, is uh, congratulations, and you know, keep. Keep it up with uh, Davis's Pub at Fourth and Chester Avenue here in Eastport, overlooking Davis's Park. And um, come on down, get a burger, get a crab pretzel, say hello. And what's what's your what's your slogan? It's, there's there's only there's only window. There are no strangers yeah. here. It's only friends you haven't met yet. Yes, right? which is which is really true. It's sort of Annapolis's own answer to Cheers the up in Boston. And um, congratulations. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for coming out. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening to this special podcast for Ion Annapolis. Please be sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinions. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you your local news direct to your phone or tablet every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play.